And we are live. What it do? What it do? What it do? Now, hey, Jezebel, hey. I am more happier today than when T-Pain found out that there was a private DM section. What? A yeah, private you, DM section? Yeah, you know, T-Pain, for some time, didn't know that he had a private DM section, apparently. He what didn't is, see that big section that says private one to a hundred on the side of his DMs. Do you see that section? Do you get those? No. What do you mean private? The ones that you don't see, like the requests? Yes. That you have to go. They're not following you, so you have to right. approve. Yeah. Some, I of them, some of them actually may be following you, but it's just, you know, you're, Instagram mocks them as spammers or bammers, how they say, you know. But I tell you, you been new about that section. Yours be yours be popping. Um, yeah, I have to, but I don't like that because sometimes, like, you know, when you're busy, you're not going to check your requests unless you have time. Um, but I'm you know that section. You know what I learned, too, is something about the algorithm. Like, when you DM certain people, like, I heard that it organizes the DMs by, like, if if they haven't already been conversating with you, sometimes it organizes the DM request by following. So, if you have 100 followers or whatever, they may not see your uh, DM as opposed to somebody who has 10,000. No, I mean, like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how the algorithm works. It's kind of like they still could find a way, even though it's supposed to be free social media, we still control like crazy on that joint. We got Royal Hippie in the building, y'all. Emotions <laughs> on zero. Ow. Hey. <laughs> that should have been on replay. <laughs> yeah, look, look. A lot Yo, of people been hitting me up about Royal. So, so yes, I am more excited than when T-Pain found out that there was a request dm section apparently life is good and yeah. life is great what up hippie Roy, you hippie that is yes you got your water is yeah, it lagging yeah. or is it my, or is it my computer no nah, it's, it's definitely yeah. jumping jack flash on Roy, you hippie side okay Gotta get the uh, the Wi-Fi popping like um so I had to actually go thank thank God that I, I went and got me a new router this week, Jezebel. Uh -huh. So I now have the ability to go up to an extra twelve hundred broadband speeds. I know a lot of you guys probably don't know what the hell broadband speeds is. But that's just like my ability to be surfing seamless, seamlessly, right? Mm -hmm. So today, I was really anxious to do this show because I spent all week saying like, how, what I need, what I need to get, you know, mm -hmm. and it is the best time of the year to be an artist. It's royalty time. What? Royal hippie in the building. What it do, royal hippie? So what it do, what it do, man. It's uh feel great. I go later on uh tonight. 
at a strip club. It's going to be lit, you know. Time out, time out. You got a show at a strip club? At a strip Tonight? Club. <laughs> Man, so tell me, how did you land a strip club gig? They hit you up? What's up? Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. They texted me. Uh, like, I'm subscribed to, like, this uh local um, tech chain or whatever. So whenever yeah. uh, whenever there's events and they're looking for they text me or I go on uh Eventbrite and I look for shows like that. So you do all your own booking? You have anybody helping you with booking? Uh recently, yeah. Uh but basically doing all of, all of my own booking, but yeah. Sweet. Nah, so you fully like all the time to your own business. You write all your own lyrics, pick all your own tracks and things like that. Are you working with a producer, a special producer? Um, not, not right now. I'm about to meet meet uh, a new one on Wednesday. Because okay. I have my whole track list uh, written and everything. I, I know. I seen it. I seen that. We saw that. Yeah. So, uh, so you got some heavy hitters on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is, you know. So. Uh, so so Roy, you hippie. We know. We know you because you know we know you. But tell tell the people out there. People that don't know who Royal Hippie is, where Royal Hippie come from, tell us, tell them, tell them your story. I come from Maryland, 301, all day. Uh, oh. I started writing when I was uh, 10, but I def I started recording music at 16. My was the time show when I was a senior. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I, I forgot my lyrics, you know. The, the crowd thought I was done. They started cheering. I was like, hey. Even done. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you was performing and for, and forgot your lyrics, or you had like a little stage fright? I forgot my lyrics. I was going, you know, cause it, cause it wasn't a recorded song; it was just a beat playing. Okay. I forgot my lyrics. I had blanked out. I was, I was, mm -hmm. good, but yeah, I was seventeen. It was the uh, talent show at, at my high school at Saratsville. So. Nah, that's dope. The beauty of it is. The crowd doesn't know your song, mm -hmm. so you free for at performances. There was one, there was times when I used to perform with no with no lyrics, and I would forget my words, and I just start freestyling. Yeah. As long as nobody <laughs> say, "Hey, that's not how the song goes." That's not how it was when I listened to it on YouTube. I've had people come to me like, "That wasn't how it was on YouTube." Oh, so, so that's what be happening when you go to shows and you be singing along and they switch it up. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. Listen, look, like, listen, there's rules to this. The crowd never knows what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But, so, hold up. Is that a red skin mug, hippie? <laughs> Was that a Washington football team mug? I'm about to say, hey, you got to be politically correct these days. We no longer right. call it that. I, yeah. Listen. I don't want to be, I don't want the guys to come and get me, but John Madden football still has them called the Redskins in the stat section. So we shouldn't be uh, held accountable to that. But Roy, you hippie, was that a Washington football team cup that you would, that you would drink? Those type of, so are you a sports fan? I am, but not football. I like basketball. I played basketball. I like W. I follow them, so. Do you feel like the Do you feel like the WNBA players should be making as much as the NBA players? Yes, it's it's a big debate. Anytime I talk I talk about it with people, it's always a big debate. They feel like, all right, but there wasn't long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. But 
Well, here's a more interesting question. Do you guys just feel like it should just be one league? Why do they have to separate? <laughs> well, it has to be separate because women Why? cannot play in the same league with men. I don't know about that. I mean, that's because, not fair. Because the tallest woman, even <laughs> at center, is not going to be as tall as the point guard of a team. So that means you're going to have women that are trained to play center. That's no dribble, no skills, really, trying to play skill positions. But you can have mixed gender. Like, it could be mixed. It doesn't have to be females against males. It could be, like, just mixed. See, Jezebel, so we could tell Jezebel is not an avid sports watcher, right? Because I would like to know what you would do when you got Shaq a uh, 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 Shaq body, <laughs> and a little fragile body like yours on that screen. I'm not going to. I mean, but this—the reason I asked that is because if biological males are allowed to participate in female sports, why can't females participate in biological male sports? So, and that's a topic be, for another day. But I just wanted to pick some brains here. Like, why can't it just really, be one league? Why does it have to be separate? And be, but it's gonna be so much more difficult. Like, for instance, for me, I'm five one and a half. Like, what if I was, you know, a dude who's separate? <laughs> no. He might be slow though. You might you, be faster than him. That might be your advantage. You getting banged on. <laughs> you getting banged on. Listen, there's a reason. I like the fact definition. I like the fact that it's it's separate leagues. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people, hippie, who like to argue that women should not be paid as much as men athletes. And that's because I like the argument of it. You know what I'm saying? If that argument goes away, then the great divide will be there. But to to furthermore reason why it shouldn't be, Jezebel just said it right there. Men can transform and go and play in the WNBA. Mm -hmm. Ain't no woman gonna be able to transform and do it in the NBA. Period. Why not? You can get knee extensions. You can gain some weight. Like you can take steroids. Yeah, but there build muscle. If she takes steroids and stuff, then she'll probably be off balance chemically with her aggression. I will forget the steroids. She can work out naturally. Like if she's born huge, there are seven foot women out here, aren't there? Young. If there's a seven foot woman, I'm just saying, should be. <laughs> Let me Google for a second, guys. <laughs> so hippie. So, Hippie, what's the name of the album going to be? I do not know that yet. I'm actually creating my theme of the album and my album cover idea now. Um, yeah. just, you know, my track list and everything. I'm trying to, like, work around that now. I'm not trying to force it. I want it to come to me like all of my other album covers did. So, Now, have you, have you um, sat with the genre? Which genre have you chosen? Um, I want to go with the, it's multiple genres. I'm always, you know, multiple genres because I'm so versatile. Like, I can yes. do alternative hip-hop, old-school hip-hop, a little bit of R&B, and I feel like singing some days. Like Yeah. Hey, now, I had this interesting question I wanted to ask you, right? 
Did you 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 do I hear you be trying to hit some notes sometimes. I hear you be hitting the notes in the music. So is there any song that has a note that you just wish that you could hit every time it comes on, you gotta go for it? I can Whitney Houston shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Endless Whitney Houston. I was trying to hit the mint condition one earlier. And I, I couldn't hit it at all. I, 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 it's just like, ah, notes. Which one? On on a Nothing Left to Say song? or I don't know titles. Um, I'm like, I love that song. I love singing. You know, look, look. I, I'm, so, I'm so weird. I'll be knowing titles to songs. But I know it was no, a Mint Condition but song. You hit, a couple of, you hit a couple of notes and... um. And Zira, I was like, now is that you doing the singing and everything? Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I want to know more about that song. Like, how did you even come? Because when you listen to the lyrics, it's like, like, <laughs> fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm going hard. So tell, tell us more about that. Happen was honestly, um, I was in a whole writing phase. And I had been writing for days and just days. And I had listened to this Corday song. And I, I, I like to study people's rhyme schemes. His rhyme, mm-hmm. back to back to back, rhyme after rhyme after rhyme. Like everything was rhyming. And then when he transitioned it, it was more back to back to back. Everything was rhyming at the end. So I was like, I can do that. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, that's basically, you know, what rhyme scheme. I wanted to hit every single bar. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. wanted- Wanted everything to hit. I wanted everything to rhyme. I wanted every transition to be different and run smoothly. Like when I when I go from rapping to singing, I wanted mm-hmm. it smoothly. I just wanted the the listeners to stay tuned the whole entire song. They don't want to turn it off. Like dang. Yeah. Yeah. It got that nice rock vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice yeah. rock vibe to it. Your performance is a nice is a nice energy performance. Tyler, can I do like you remember when I saw you first perform, yeah. <laughs> and I tell that I tell that story a lot because I like telling stories about when I first meet artists, mm-hmm. especially like when it's a new type of artist, right? Because we all got the same, you know. So those artists yeah. always talking the same stuff, but yeah. it's, it's it, it takes a real it takes a real bold artist to come into the to the DMV scene. And make their own music their own way. What's where yeah. it is? Do you ever feel pressure to um, succumb to the DMV sound? Yes, yes, yes. Especially when like there are certain shows you'll go. The energy will be like, "Yo, you you go hard." Then the energy will be like, "Yo, you're not talking about." Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not going. Yep. In, in my eyes, because you're you're not trapping on that corner, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's crazy is that is a weird parallel on the indie scene, right? Because you'll have your style, you'll walk into venues, and you'll do your thing, and literally it's like crickets, right? Yeah. But then a year later. You're still on your grind, still on the circuit, and that same song that you was hearing crickets, everyone is singing along with it and knowing it. It's it's crazy. I think the indie scene is is more so about staying diligent because like nobody wants to like jump on the bandwagon if you're not gonna be around next month. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's scary. It's scary on the indie scene because so many people like quit. Now you said you've been doing it since seventeen. Yes, I have. What's the what's so like? What are some of the goals? Like, what are some of the goals for you? Like, what do you want to uh, out of the music industry? What do you want from it? I want my own record label. I want my own fashion. I want my own. I want to be create multiple businesses from being able to make it with music. I don't just want to be an artist. Like, I want to get into uh, modeling. Like, you know, I want to get into everything. I yeah, yeah. Now, what's amazing is, are you like, are you really in tune with the music industry and the business side of everything, or how everything works? Yeah, I'm. I'm getting more in tune, like each and every day, because I'm trying to study more of it. Because I know that with me being my own manager, my own booking agent, my own everything, I'm gonna have to know the business side and everything. So yeah. Gonna... yeah. Yeah, you definitely gonna have to. Nah, like, especially if you're handling all your own business uh, and you're doing all your own music, picking, you, you, you selecting your own production and everything like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wear a lot of hats. I sure do, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, because I try to take a little nap, man. Like, not day. It's definitely nope. like I wake up early every single day because I'm like, man, I need to be productive each and every single day mm -hmm. i feel like covid just like set people back real quick you know like yeah now that we're back outside and everything i feel like man i, I was down for a little bit I, you know that was a minor setback for a major mm -hmm. come, come back harder like mm -hmm. that's true it's crazy because with covid it's like Although it was a major setback, it was like one of those setbacks that kind of needed to happen. Yeah. That's not like everything is so be so crowded. It's like it, nope, you're not gonna do something. You ever had like an obstacle or a task that you knew that if something didn't happen to make you do it, it would have never gotten done. Are there any tasks like that that COVID created for you? That's like all right, now that I got a chance to sit down. Let me do it. Might as well. Yeah. Definitely. You picked up any new hobbies? I bought a bass. Um, okay. <laughs> wow. Bought a, uh, I got this app called Musician. So I uh, I look up stuff like that. Or I'm just feeling like I'm in a mood. Like I like blues and jazz. Like I might just go on YouTube and look up, you know, beginners blues scales and What's your favorite? Who's your favorite um blues musician and jazz musician to listen to? Lenny White. Okay. Mm. I love Kenny. Like I have endless vinyl records of Kenny G. Like. Yeah, I heard Kenny G has a son now doing it. <laughs> yeah, in jazz, in jazz. So, have you? Seen like are you into the news? Um, you know Britney Spears. I saw it on the shade room. I didn't really get into it. It was it was messed up. Yeah, so she's a, so she's set to retire. She's set to retire now, right? However, she doesn't have rights to anything. They take yeah. control over everything for her. Yeah, that's um. That was the price of cutting off her hair and going bald that time when she had that mental breakdown. 
that she joined the conservatorship and yes. now her family basically has her rights. She can't have children. They put they implanted an IUD inside of her so that she cannot get pregnant, even if she wanted to. Um, she doesn't have control of any of her money, um, but she's constantly working. working. So, yeah. Now, now, like, like, how can someone get... I seen where she's trying to like file all these paperwork and legal stuff and all this other stuff. But once you get into that type of work, how could you get into that type of predicament where you can't control nothing? I feel like she wasn't reading and then just signing over everything. That's how she got it too. Like, well, no, that well, you know, when you um have mental dispels, like your family can commit you. Or mm-hmm. whoever's closest to you, responsible for you, can commit you. Um, again, yeah, so then once you become someone has to be able to care for you because you obviously are not mental, uh, capable of caring for yourself. So they said that it was her parents that did it when she had her breakdown, and that was a ploy for them to kind of like rough all her her assets off. Mm -hmm. And they got a whole team, it was like she feels like it was a whole conspiracy to control her, Mm -hmm. you know. But dang. It's crazy because that that like I was like young. Yeah, I wondered is she gonna play give me baby one more time to the judge? Like <laughs> give give me one more time. Like you <laughs> I, I won't cut my hair off again, you know. Cause I don't know, I don't know how crazy that I gotta go that you gotta go, right? But me personally, I think that when women do shave off all their head. <clears throat> The length in which they shave it tells you a lot about what's going on. If it's not a medical problem, usually that woman is really going through something crazy. And Kevin Federline, he seemed to have gotten away pretty good. I mean, I thought he was the one that made her kind of crazy in the first place. But, yeah, yeah hey, you already know, man. That's a crazy situation. So, Hippie. So, Hippie, with the show tonight, are you are are you gonna have the strippers on the on the floor with you while you performing? You got like a, got some stripper music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was trying to go over that because he was like, "You gonna have to play some stripper music, something that's you know that they can bounce to." And I'm like, "Dang, <laughs> what do they bounce to? I don't know." <laughs> Man, look, strippers strippers bounce to dollars, uh-huh. dollars. So it don't even matter. Take the like extra ones, throw them in the air, and they'll bounce to whatever you rap into. Trust me. I, uh, young. I, listen, that's a marketing. That's a marketing ploy right there. Just Builders gave a jump. I see the artist doing that down here in Atlanta. That is something that they do a lot of, right? The strip club shows or the shows with the strippers, and then you be performing, and the girl she come up and she just start stripping right in front of your dad on set, right? Twerking and doing all this other stuff right in front of your set, and you ask yourself sometimes, is it my show or hers? Mm. <laughs> That's why I don't like doing stripper shows. Really? You know, I had this one show, like I had this one show. I'm doing my song, and I knew I had to do the song called Bear Room. That's the song I got. I had to do it. As soon as I, as soon as I started doing it, two strippers hit the stage. Bam! Third one. Now she gets, she feels the mood, so she hits the stage. Now I don't have anywhere to go, anywhere to move, because now they're all on the stage, feet everywhere, legs everywhere, <laughs> and I'm trying to do my set. And honestly, 
it's it's a real professional thing to do to like be like hmm you know it's very professional to like keep performing while they doing all this feet going like, look, they, they got the lord the lord the heels and, and you like that's not the beat you know and you're like that's that's not the beat those are not the words but you, you let it continue you let it continue and then, and then when you get off stage no one remembers no one remember what i said everyone was asking me did i see old girl going crazy at the end and i was like yeah yeah i did i did i did see that i did see that we we can't help but notice it so you make sure you get plenty of footage tonight so that we can see your set <laughs> so what's what you got next coming up like what you got what you got next that you're working on besides you know the new project what, what you got like give us some some secret stuff that you ain't that you ain't trying to share yet uh, uh. <laughs> some secret stuff <laughs> oh, oh here you go they was like bye bye with the nonsense it wasn't me y'all it wasn't me hold on he should be back in the set <laughs> he likes for the new route Oh, Tell us something. What did it say? He's about to connect. Hold on. Right. Tell us something that you don't want us to know is basically. Um, I would say my features. But mm -hmm. then I, this song that I'm trying to do with Black Fortune is from the crank. It's called Liddy. It's called Liddy and it goes so hard. Like, I'm having a storm in my area. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah, it just left us. Yeah, we got passed over us. Yeah, we got a real. We got. They say it's gonna be storming until seven. So bear with me, guys. Don't y'all in the social media world. Don't nobody come talking about my my internet. I did pay my bill, y'all. Right. <laughs> but yeah. So now, nah, like, like Black Fortune. You got a track with Black Fortune. Yeah, I already talked to him about it. I just got to, you know, get the money for the feature and everything. Um, the track, I'm very excited about it. Like I said, it goes hard. I made sure that it's a trap beat because I know that he does, you know, trap music. But my lyrics aren't trap lyrics. But the beat, you know, I know a lot of people listen to beats. I always try to make sure my beats go hard. So. Yeah. I'm a person. Listen, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm very big on tracks that you choose, right? Hmm. But... What's crazy is one of my favorite writers is Stevie Wonder, right? And he changed my outlook on lyrics over beat content, right? And it's it, then like I started studying like the structures for hits, right? And it's crazy because you know how many indie artists, how many times we go in the studio, and if it's a sad beat, we make a sad song. If it's a trap beat, we make a trap song. If it's a rock beat, we try to put all our rock into it. You know what I'm saying? But what I realize is in the industry, it seems like the hits, it's not about, it's about the feel of the record regardless. I, some songs I listen to, I be partying, and them motherfuckers be sad as hell. <laughs> when you listen to the <laughs> If you listen to the real lyrics, have you ever listened to the lyrics of that Stevie Wonder in the city song? Yeah. You know, he's talking about people being um losing their jobs, you know. He's talking about people being put out of their homes, you know, about people being um, you know, 
abused by the police. But then the hook comes in, living in the city. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, this shit crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he going to ham in that song. Like, like, listen to the lyrics of that song. Listen okay. So, so like, what are, uh, what are some of the other, like, um big features that you, um like, that you looking forward to? Uh, I have this dude that's uh popping a little bit out in Cali called uh, Robbie Betts. Um, I have some people that are popping. Weezo. He's an alternative uh, rapper. What's his name? Weezo. Okay. Um, so he's a, like an alternative rapper. I got a track that's called Love Scars. That's my my one alternative song. I wish I would have wrote a little bit more uh, of those, but yeah. only one came how, to me. How many records, how many albums do you have or mixtapes or how many Royal Hippie projects are there? A lot. During during COVID, you know, I dropped like. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, dang. Wait, you dropped four. What? Albums? How long? She... You dropped four albums during COVID like, or four? Because I had dropped one in March and then like one in October, one in uh. Yeah, I, I got a I got a lot. It's a uh, insert your royalty one two lost five one two four, but wow. The fourth so, one. Hey, tell them where to find those at. Tell them where to find those at. You can just go to Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Sound. No, not SoundCloud. No, I'm not on SoundCloud like that. But anyways, just type in Royal Hippie. That's H I W P Y. A lot of people try to do H I P P I E. That's not how I spell it. No, I'm not gonna lie to you, young. You know why I typed that in one day? Because I was like, that's got to be the black way. Right, but yeah. of course, I think on your first flyer that I did for you, I had H I P P I E, mm-hmm. and you was like, "It's not that. That's not it." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'll fix it. Yeah, fix that. Fix that, please." Mm-hmm. It's 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 H I P P Y, you know. So yeah, so tell us about the name. Why'd you choose the name Royal you Hippie? Uh, it's it's real simple, but it came to me. It took forever to come to me. That first, I was gonna do a, I was gonna do Tay the Kid, Lil Tay, like, and none of that like fit for real. So I was like, well, I am royalty. I feel like uh, I come from kings and queens, and I still right. am royalty. And I'm a hippie for real, cause I feel like I'm born in the wrong era. Like I, I should be, you know, back in the seventies for like man, bell bottom smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> smoking white yeah. boys. <laughs> yeah, smoke a little joints. <laughs> Man, let me tell you what's crazy. I feel like I feel like I should have been in the sixties and seventies too, right? But you know why? I, do you do you feel like if we was back in the sixties and seventies, we would have probably been like revolutionaries instead of like rappers and shit? But, rappers oh. now is like the safe revolutionary. You could be a safe revolutionary in this, as a rapper now. But back then, your shit was... Man, they was killing you back in the day. I mean, look at Bob Marley. Like, you know, like, that might would have that might would have been me too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm stubborn and they was doing some dirty stuff back then. They still doing it now. I definitely... <laughs> So do you have a message? Do you have a message that you want to leave in music? Definitely. Shoot. I, I have songs already talking about how 
I'm tired of black people keep killing black people for no daggone reason, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's literally no reason to... I, I literally have not found any reason that any killing is liable to, or should be taking place. Yeah. yeah. Right. After, after studying the universe more... During COVID, I chose to study the universe, right? And get more... Get out of what was happening and more into the psyche of why things were happening, right? So, of course, with that, maybe about a year now, I've really started to put focus more on, okay, it's something else at play here. You know, like, what's what's happening? You know? That's weird. The, D, the DMV scene is getting really crazy with the killings. Like... Yeah, speaking of which, uh, rapper, DMV rapper Lil Neff, just got murdered. Um, he had a show on Saturday, was murdered, what, Friday night. Um, and it's, I mean, a lot of people is saying, um, oh, it's hating, it's this, it's that. Some people feel like it's the music. So I just want to play this clip for y'all. Like, um, okay. are you familiar with Officer Tatum, Royal Hippie? Nah. The Officer Tatum, anybody know who that is? No. no? <laughs> Officer right. Well, he talks about he talks about the music and the community and before um well when we come back when I come back I'm gonna ask you guys basically do you how you feel music adds to the violence if you feel that way at all. So y'all just give me a second. Can you guys see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. Can't hear him though. Yeah. We can't hear him. You can't hear him? Nah. nah. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Can you hear him now? Nope. Okay. Is, is his window muted? No, his window is not muted. All right. Well, basically, what he's saying, I'm gonna uh, stop this. We'll have to get the title. Say black on black violence is a myth. (laughs) 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 So no, that's he's proving the opposite. So what he's saying is basically. They pulled up to a neighborhood and he's saying basically you can tell everything's about to happen by listening to rap music. He said they pull up on the ops, they hop out with the stick. I'ma still play it, but I'm telling you what he's saying. They they pull up on the block, they hop out on the ops with the stick <laughs> or whatever. He's just basically explaining that um the music is perpetuating violence, and that's why people are dying um there's more black on black violence um going on right now so y'all just watch just watch the car right here the car that pulled up yeah how about the whip with the stick in my hand How about the whip with the stick in my hand? That's what I'm saying. 
They going crazy as hell in Chicago. <laughs> run up on you with the stick out. The AR. Hop out the whip with the stick out and do the whole block. So that's basically what he's saying is that the music encourages wow. violence. But why aren't you guys? You guys are artists. How come y'all not out there spinning a bed? Because like I said, I'm a hippie. I want to spread love and peace. Like I really do. Especially in my community. Like The sad thing is, right? Music is a reflection of life, oneself. It's crazy that an R&B artist would not be respected if they talked about the street life, right? You'd be like, get your singing ass out of here. A rapper's job, it seems like a, a rapper's job in the beginning was to spread the message of the streets. Spread the message of the people, keep the party going. That's what the MCs and all that stuff, masses and ceremonies, right? Yeah. So at some point, it transcended from it being all about getting the message out about the party to getting the message out about the ops and the cops and the whatever is going on, right? Now, mm-hmm. if music is if if for forever I've heard rap is supposed to be a true reflection of what we go through every day. And for real, for real, the new artists that are coming up are, they're not getting in the booth and trying to come up with lyrical content. They're getting in the booth and real life sharing their story. And unfortunately, their story is violence. But a lot of these people, see, to me, it don't be, it's not real. Like a lot, and a, a, a lot of the music to me also, I don't understand. If y'all didn't have a fist fight, I don't hear about the fight that led up to the gun violence. I hear, like, I just, a lot of this stuff is just like words. Like people are exchanging words over the internet and now you got to go kill somebody. And I don't think that's fair. That's because um, it's, of course not. Anymore. Right anymore. <laughs> All they do is pull out, pull out a knife pull out weapons, but they like they don't fight. But y'all know what's crazy? In that clip, how many how many um up and coming rappers y'all think was on out there? Uh I want to say about 75%. Let's just be real. Probably all of them are rappers in some way. You know? And I mean So do you guys like, feel like music should be censored? Music is censored. Uh Okay, hip hop. Hip hop is the most censored genre in the world. We got a parental advisory on everything. No, I mean like censored as in censored taking off the market, like how they did YG song for talking about breaking in Asian people's houses. That's what I mean censored. Like the fact that Spotify, Apple Music, stuff like that won't play your music if you're perpetuating violence. Because they did it to YG. He had to change the lyrics of his song because his song um, encouraged people to target Asians in violent ways. So if if you if you talk about Satan too much, they like indie artists. We can't drop a record saying praise Satan, you know, or something uh, like that. They like most most distribution companies. 
review your stuff, your content from your album cover to the singles that you release. And like you can tell the, the lower tier that your company is based on whatever you're pushing out at that time. I mean, the person with that dropping his joints through Trackco, you know what I'm saying? He may not have to go through the same stipulations, but a person dropping his music through Empire Records, he can't just drop no record. I love the devil. I love the devil. <laughs> you know? No, but what I'm saying is, like, if they can make someone change their lyrics, that's basically just saying, pulled up to the house, ran in, because I knew they had cash in it. Like, why aren't they allowing this violence to be in hip hop like that? Like, why? Sh- I mean, do you feel I mean, as an artist, I know you guys don't want your music censored, but do you think that would help the violence that's going on in the, in the black community? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Hear me out. They can't they can't change like we can we can ask for a YG lyrics to be changed that's encouraging or incited violence, right? Mm-hmm. To another community when you're giving kind of like a manifest or a directions, right? We, we, they ain't gonna let no art they ain't gonna let an artist um Rap, pull out a song talking about anything but what's really in their life you know what I'm saying so the reality of it is to tell to tell black people to start running up in the Asians house when that's not happening right it's like oh what you trying to do you trying to start something but to say stop killing I mean kill another black man run up on my op well, if every day we turn on the news, you're going to see a killing, uh, a shooting in that community. Now, I, I'd like to, I like to bring another issue to light, right? Because we see this because of what we watch. But isn't it a fair assumption to say that if I were Caucasian or Asian and I watch Caucasian and or Asian news, they would probably be filtering to me white on white violence all day or Asian on Asian violence all day. It could be like that. I mean... I mean, like, have you ever went to another city, right? And watched their news channel for a second? Yeah. It's totally different from the news that you're on. And I was like, Damn, like all the where the fuck was I? I was somewhere, was it Vegas or something? I was somewhere different, and it was like that's when I started seeing okay, it's not just black people that like crazy stuff is, you know what I'm saying? Like I was somewhere else, and I was like, dang, like what? (laughs) Like the news was just, and it, it, it wasn't just predominantly crime in black neighborhoods, like it was just all over the place, and I. It's going to come to me one day, y'all. But it was probably West Virginia. It was probably West Virginia. I was in West. I was in West Virginia, and I watched their news channel. And all their news talked about was how it was white on white meth crime. Meth labs going up. Meth labs was getting robbed, and meth Mm -hmm. crackheads was just going around. Mm -hmm. Well, they didn't use the word crackheads. They used meth heads. You know, Mm -hmm. were going around and robbing neighborhoods and destroying the trailer Mm -hmm. homes and things like that. So I looked and I was like, whoa, what's going Mm -hmm. on here? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 
I'm like, why don't y'all tell us about this back at home so that we can look at, like, we can feel urbanized in our urban neighborhoods and be like, hey, it ain't just us. They crazy in the trailers, too. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why Eminem wanted to get out of them. I mean, I'll let, like, it's it's weird because the music that, the music that, remember, I remember a saying that Kanye West said, right? That saying went like this. The music you make is what you invite in your life. So mm-hmm. when everyone was making gangster rap in the early 90s, Kanye West said, I'm going to make pink shirt, polo music, backpack music, and see where that goes. I mean, come on. We pioneers in a way, you know what I'm saying? But not everybody want to be pioneers, which 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 is a trip, which is, listen, let me tell you a trippy topic that I've been having. Tell me what you think about this, um, hippie. Legends. What do you think about legends and, and the status of legends and how people are getting it these days? Mm. Status of legends? Like, like how to obtain being a legend or... Yeah, just period. Like, what do you think is how do you obtain being a legend? You got to be truly memorable to be a legend because legends live forever. Like, no one is ever going to forget Michael Jackson. Like, facts. Gonna facts. Live facts. Because, you know, he was so memorable while he was here. So while I'm here, I have to be so memorable and leave a mark on everybody so I can obtain to be a legend. Yeah. Now, what do you think about the status legend that's been given, uh, that's been going around lately to seemingly anyone that passes away? Yeah, it seems. Yeah, because like for Nipsey, how the people wasn't back Nipsey like that, and then he died. You know, jumping on to live the marathon, the marathon before like uh, so. They do this, or uh, or X. They wasn't even out for that, long, but but they're saying that they're legends and everything. And then there are people who don't, especially do Juice World. I never understood. That. I don't understand that one either. The mm-hmm. excess tentacion. Like I understand it, that in my yeah, eyes, correct. And it's like people think that because you touch a small amount of people, that that catapult you to, to legend status and I'm like listen legend status is held for the people who leave a legacy behind a way of doing things and not just in a small little town like it's a it's on a worldwide worldwide realm <laughs> now I do believe that you can have legends you can have legends in your neighborhood you can get somebody a hood legend you yeah. can give somebody a a, um, a a a street legend, you know. You can make somebody your school legend, you know, or all those things. But those again have to be done. A street legend can't have to leave a legacy on the street, and usually he has to pass away or retire from the streets. And his way of doing things is still done to today, you know. But we ain't gonna put him on no damn world legend. I asked I asked people who was a legend to you, and then compare them to the legends that we named today. All of my legends are living. <laughs> yeah, who who are some of your legends? J Cole, Nas, those. Dude. I like uh, J Cole, Nas, Biggie, 
he's dead though. So like, but J Cole is definitely one of my biggest inspirations. In in, I've been following him since he first came out in two, like 2010 ish. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's crazy <laughs> because I like J Cole. I didn't I didn't get on J Cole until Forest Hill Drive. I didn't like him until Forest Hill Drive. <laughs> Yeah. Very late. Very late in the game for me. Very okay. late. It was very late in the game for me. I wasn't even like I wasn't even really that big of a fan of um none of the earlier stuff he did, and I still don't like it. Once you know? I saw I was I was on. I, I Which one was that? Who that who that? Um, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like so it goes like that. I saw MTV Gems back when I was in high school. I was like, <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, yeah. Then, like, honestly, that was a song that made me like, all right, who's J. Cole? But then it was like, <laughs> really, like, after that, I look at, like, all right, what happens afterwards? And it's like, all right. <laughs> like, a lot of people, I was following Wiz Khalifa when he when he first got, when he first started getting his name. And yeah. Started, right? That's what he like, was like. I loved his music back then. Like, I, I'm still liking now. But, like, when he was dropping the mixtapes, like, before he even, like, surfaced, that shit was, like, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, <laughs> like honestly, that yeah. was the guy, I was I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta do this. He had 18 mixtapes. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, yeah, we gotta work. Yeah. This dude yeah. working. <laughs> but you're like, oh, like, let me see, living legends, legends that are living, I guess, like, I don't, I don't think any rap legends are living. I don't have any living rap legends. Maybe like living legends like Stevie Wonder maybe. Um obviously Smokey Robinson and you know what I'm saying like that. Dang. Damn storm down there. Where's he at? He's in Atlanta. Okay. Like I just heard some thunder but I, it looks funny. Outside, so and I'm in Maryland, so I don't know. When he was talking about rain, I looked outside. It's so bright outside, sky. <laughs> like, like well, where is he at? You know yeah, what? They, they kicked you off because you disrespected Gucci. Nah, Gucci not a legend. He is a living legend. He's changed so many people's lives. When you guys are talking about, like, if you're just talking about music, that's one thing. But if you're talking about impact, he is a legend. Don't deny. Yeah. Don't deny yeah. him. Did, did Gucci change lives or did he literally use lives to enhance and advance his own life? Um, before another- I, he he everybody that he's touched, okay? Everybody that passed through him did really, really well. Whether it helped him or not, he's more he's to me, he's more so in helping, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, impacting people. Like, instead of keeping the game for himself and just advance himself, he actually reached back. As opposed yeah. to, you know, or some other people out there. That's why OJ Juice Man hate him now. Ha. Uh, when did that start? Last week? Did that start last week? OJ Juice Man been complaining for a long time about not getting his money and they all money and whatnot. Oh, uh, he was talking to Deb. Um, him and Gucci, I mean, from what I last checked a few months back, maybe six months back, they ain't were they still all ten, Ain't they all 1017? Brick Squad? Um, they were. Now, people that 
have issues is Walker. Or maybe they dissolve that. Um, but that's really not even Frenchie talks bad about him. Everybody has something well, bad to say about Deb, though. Well, ain't nobody gonna talk bad about Gucci. Nobody trying to end up in the dirt. <laughs> Get that. I don't blame y'all. Leave Gucci. Don't say nothing bad about Gucci, especially not around me, because I'm gonna defend them without defending them, because I'm not gonna let Mr. So Icy uh, shut me down. No, sir. Would you guys consider uh, Jay Z a legend? Man, yeah. Let me tell you what's what's crazy about this, right? Because I don't think I'm hard on my legends, right? To me, a legend has to not put himself first, but the betterment of others and make a stand. See, I mean, look, I didn't put Muhammad Ali on my legend list because he beat everybody that he wanted to, right? Or because he fought to the last drop. And of course he lost a couple of fights. We know he didn't go undefeated. That's not what I'm saying. But his stance that he put, he had a stand. He believed in it. He stood up for it. And it kind of made things different for, for all black Americans. If we don't want to fight in your war, we don't have to fight in your war. Give me my time. I'll do it just fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you put, when you look at artists like Bob Marley, there's a message that he has that says, when they ask him, are you rich? And he says, yes, I'm rich, but but not like y'all think. My richness comes from these things, these things, these things, not finances. You know, come and trying to really spread a message of, of something mm. that now we still, that we still live by today. Now, mm. making people rich along the way, if people work for you and you're getting rich, they should get rich, you mm -hmm. know? But at the end of the day, is there any type of manifesto that we're going to follow that Jay-Z got right now? Is any of us, none of us are walking around still today. I haven't heard not one person say I'm following the Jay-Z route. I mean, I mean, it's it's just not a path. They were they were path. up until Kanye. <laughs> no, nah, listen. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you why, right? And all y'all Jay Z fans out there do not hate me, but this is why artists do not want to be like Jay Z, right? Because Jay Z is the goat when it comes to this business of this music game. He's an artist that was told no for a very long time learned the business and put himself in position to the point where no one is going to tell me no. But let me tell y'all what separates him from a lot of other artists. When we hear no, or when you guys hear no, you quit. And you all want the approval. Right? The approval. A lot of you artists out there, and if you tell me anything different, I'll ask you some three critical questions that will battle it. But none of you artists out there care about the business. You want to be the biggest made star. Hey. <laughs> no. Like we, we, we sit up there. We want to get in the booth. We want someone to find us, tell us yes, give us a bonus, put us on the road, mm -hmm. and then take life grand. Right? So mm -hmm. when you say, I want to take the Jay-Z route, you're already saying, I'm going to be told no. No one's going to like this. I have to make it work some way, somehow. Yeah. Right? That already sounds too tough for artists. 
if you told the artist right now, you look, you got to be told no for ten years, and then you'll pop. I'm like, I'm not giving it ten years. I'm popping now. So why Jay Z isn't is not gonna be a legend? Because like I said, his his path isn't gonna be taken again. There will never be another Jay Z, and that's not what makes a person a legend, right? Like this this. Not being you and not never being another you, like you being the only one that ever is. Okay, cool, whatever. You're a business, you're a great businessman. Warren Buffett ain't a legend, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna never be another Warren Buffett, ain't gonna never be another Jeff Bezos. He ain't no goddamn legend. All he did was made Amazon and gave people jobs that needed them, right? <laughs> Took Walmart idea, Mississippi, <laughs> a legend. You're right. Hey, yeah, I mean, Walmart's suffering right now. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you. Because they ain't got nothing in there. <laughs> they ain't got nothing in there no more. And I went Man, in there and I was like, see, that's why I ordered from Amazon. <laughs> oh, you said that? I did. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you know that if, if you say the word Amazon and Walmart, all the cameras center on you. I don't care. They should have had the <laughs> basics. Point, everything says, mm. They should have had the basics. Most of their shelves was empty, and I went early in the morning. So I was like, I don't know. They suffering. I don't know what's going on. Something's going on. What's your favorite store to shop at? Uh, what's your favorite store to shop at? Um, Royal. Huh? What's your favorite store to shop at? Um, Royal. Royal. Yeah, Royal. Yeah, Royal. 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 Typical shoe head. Like, I'm not like, oh, let me get Jordans and Nikes. I like Jordans. I like Nikes. Mm-hmm. For the least amount of, you know, shoes that I have, I'm also got Vans, Supras, uh, like, Felis. Yeah. I, I got endless. You like Felis? That was a shocker. Look at me. Like, Don't make Felis. Okay, uh, Fila. Fila. Okay. Let me find out she getting the Fila check over there. Fila mm-hmm. paid you for that plug. I literally go to feline.com. <laughs> like, because they don't be selling out for real. Like, they don't. Because mm-hmm. yeah. nobody wears yeah. it. Exactly. That's why. I, I mean, I'm so. That's the key is to buy things that no one else is buying. Exactly. Yeah. So, hey, what's your favorite store to shop at, Jezebel? Amazon? Uh, No, like, don't, as far as what? Amazon. Like, in, ge- in, in general? Yeah. Walmart. What are the things? What are the one of the things you shop for all the times? Like, like I, I think hippie, I think hippie look like she shop. She sound like she shop for shoes every like every week. She looking for a couple pair of shoes. Yeah, no, I'm not a big like. I'm more of a like. I like to go to Walmart and just walk around and look at the games and look at what foods I'm not going buy and get like my oils. <laughs> yeah. Like I spend two hours in Walmart generally when I go. So. You know, unless I'm in a rush, I'll be in and out. But if I go, I'm going for uh, release therapy. So I'm walking around with my headphones on or whoever I'm talking to on speakerphone. I'm one of them. Yes, I am. Um, oh, yeah, you keep that at Walmart. <laughs> Don't go to Target with that. <laughs> you know, so I'm just, I don't know. Shopping to me at Walmart is, like I said, therapy. So. Man, let me tell y'all, I hate shopping at Walmart. Walmart got a way of having you go in there and say, I'm gonna spend 10 bucks real quick on this. Mm-hmm. And I'm spending three, four hundred at the yep. register on a lot yeah. of things that, that your brain told that Walmart just made you think you need it. 
See, no, see, what you're supposed to do is just put everything in your card that you want, go all the way up to the register, take out hey. what you came for, and then yeah. look at the balance, and then just leave the rest of the shit. <laughs> no. now, let me tell, They'll let me put tell it you, back. <laughs> let me tell you what just happened. There's a Joe somewhere, there's a Joe <laughs> somewhere who just found his corporate right now. There, there's a reason that Joe has to go around the store and collect everything and put it back in his right places. And his ride's outside every night, and he's late extra 10 minutes because someone is putting all the things in the wrong place. Now, that don't, now if that don't make no sense, Hippie, do you do that? Do you go pick up your shoes and then put them in another spot? No, because I used to work at retail, so I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) So you don't go around to, like, Burlington or something and just pick up, like, maybe a couple of shirts, some little flip-flops, and then you get to the register and you take out what you came for, and if you have enough money for the rest, you buy it. If not, you just tell them I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) They have a card. for. for, for, logical. I think everyone does that. I think that sounds like Everyone picks up things they don't want and have no intentions of buying and, and, and take them to the front. <laughs> we all do that. I mean, like, I was in saying the other day, let's get two carts. Why get one? Let's get two carts and just pile it up and then think about what we want. You right? Like that, right? I mean, you can tell I haven't. I mean, and I do feel bad for the people that work in retail because I really haven't. So I don't understand their plight. My thing is, somebody gets paid to push it back. So, might be overtime. Thanks to me. Don't thank me now. People that work in retail don't want overtime, Jezebel. They want. (laughs) And they. they, they, It's not like some nice office. Where you got a TV, you got snacks in the snack room, and everything like that. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. It's, it's actually horrible. By the, by the time your lunch is gone and you're ready to eat something else. So, speaking of jobs and places to be, did you guys see the BET Awards? No, but I heard about it by that same officer that I just showed you guys. But Royal Hippie, did you Wait, get to watch what? it? Officer Tatum was judging BET Awards too? <laughs> yes. His argument was Little Nas X performance was not the worst performance. It was not. It wasn't. That's it what he was saying. Listen, he was like, say, it's all trash. Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he like said, the baby's uh, performance with the women just putting their butts all in the air and he's smacking it and gyrating all over the place just makes us all look bad. He went in, but it wasn't on just Lil Nas X. He was like, you know, of course we know what... what like, he said that Lil Nas X is unhappy. Uh, I forgot what he said about it. Like, Lil Nas X had posted something on, on Twitter, like, defending his performance. And Officer Tatum was basically like, if you're proud of who you are and what you represent, like, why do you even go back and forth trying to defend you, what you did? You know what I'm saying? So Yes. But you know what's amazing about Nas? I don't think he's trying to defend. But, hey, Hippie, did you see, you didn't see the BET Awards either? 
No, but I seen his performance. I seen his devil shoes. I see. I I always see him because he always trending with all the, the craziest things he be. He can't help it. He can't help it. Listen, we are in a world where controversy sells, right? Now, for a little bit, seeing a man kiss a man ain't the worst thing we've seen on TV, and we already know Lil Nas X is gay. But the FCC got a lot, got like three complaints. They received three complaints, right? Mm-hmm. That they that they released because they probably received more. But these three complaints, one complaint said, "This is the most disgusting thing that I have to watch on family TV. A man kissing another man we shouldn't have to watch." And another one stated, "I can't believe that my family is watching." a family show and we have to watch a man kiss another man and have sexual relations on stage and another person the third complaint came in i can't believe i am forced to watch a pregnant woman perform on stage <laughs> <laughs> Can we all agree to be got to be the most ghetto award? <laughs> there is. I mean, clap it up for having the most complaints that I have ever seen on a hilarious scale. That is the first time I've read all the complaints from an award show ever. I read all three complaints and what I learned from the award show, because I didn't watch it, but what I did learn was that America finds it disgusting for pregnant women to perform. And it's obviously unacceptable for two men to kiss on national TV. But Lil Nas X has been been kind of borderline kissing a man on on national TV for a long time. Did y'all see his Saturday Night Live performance? No. He still he goes ham. He's just he's just one of those artists. It's 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 amazing that are we surprised in twenty twenty one? But can we still be surprised by performances? Is there anything that can surprise you, Royal? Like, what does the artist? What does the artist have to do next to surprise Royal Hippie? I can't. Yeah. That's it's it's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think that nothing. I don't think any artist can surprise me either, unless it's like a Siamese twin artist. Oh my God! With one sing, <laughs> one rap. Hey, young. It's, hey, Jezebel, we on the song. Hey, if there's any Siamese twins out there, one of you sing and one of you rap, holler at me. I, I'm definitely trying to like, I'm trying to take you to the next level, baby. I'm trying. Nah, nah, man. They doing that. <laughs> you know. Okay. Man, like, so I think. I, I just think, wanted I think, to. I just wanted to tap into the um, Lil Nas X performance thing. I don't. I think at this point, like complaining about homosexual stuff is just pointless because are you looking like it's someone that should be charged with a hate crime at this point? Um, I feel like if you don't like, I don't watch stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't watch. Most of the award shows, I just read what I need to read about them. If I want to see somebody's performance, like I went back to find out Cardi B was pregnant. Um, so I went back and I watched that specific portion of the BT Awards. Like, if you know that 
anything goes in BET now, then you should just, you know, catch up on the back end. Um, yeah, so. But they definitely need to change some of that stuff. Uh, people have been shaking their ass on stage forever, so I don't see what the big issue is with people wearing leotards and dancing. Um, Beyonce did a performance while she was pregnant, so what is the difference between her and Cardi B? Um, that's and greatest performer ever. That's who? Queen B, the greatest performer ever. Lil' Kim? No. I thought that was Queen B. Oh, well, nah. anyway. Um, so, <laughs> I don't feel like... Now, <laughs> as far as the Lil Nas X, I mean, it's everywhere. It's on Empire, it's on every... I mean, you're going to see men kiss everywhere nowadays, so I feel like people should just don't watch TV. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. And Empire is a family show, and that's Fox. This is my thing, though. They talking about family show. When was the BT was ever a family show for real? Like, what are Hello? they? This ain't the Kid Choice Awards. Like, no, that's that's the family show right there. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, I guess they figured since it come on BT at eight o'clock. BT has always had adult stuff. Like it's no real kid stuff on BT. After what is it? After four? After Tigger in the Basement? Man, that look, was all explicit rap shit. Tigger in the Basement was wild too. But uh -huh. I mean, look, even Cartoon Network got an adult swim section. Yep. Yeah. Late night. Yep. And that's that when I turned on. Mm -hmm. That don't get wild. They definitely show men kissing men and all types of wild stuff. We had like. Like, what's crazy is, see, Jezebel, that's where the censorship should start. Because it's amazing. Speaking of censorship and switching gears real quick, y'all. Our social media have a fight on their hand. All of our social media giants have a fight on their hand. And the head of that fight is Donald J. Trump. He is fighting Facebook, Twitter, he should. and YouTube. He should, because that was not fair what they did to him. I don't care what he says. If people decide that they want to go outside and act a damn fool, that is not his fault. He should be able to say whatever the hell he wants to say. I mean, but that's the same thing in music, though. People should be allowed to say what they want to say. You shouldn't follow the part of my music that says go kill your ops, as opposed to the part the way I say grind hard, get some money, and take care of your family. Like That's very interesting, because you're right. Like, as, what is the difference from Donald Trump saying, everyone meet up with me at the Capitol and we're going to fight for our rights and a riot breaks out. And the difference between um, anyone that gets up with their social group and say, let's meet up at this spot and a riot breaks out. I mean, Black Lives Matter had plenty of events. They met up, riots broke out, whatever the causes may be. Now, we're I don't agree with Donald Trump's actions, but one thing that if we got to start asking ourselves this fine line, right? If they're telling us they created these social medias for us to talk, be ourselves, there, there's a lot of people on there that say things, do things, do whatever the heck they want to do. <clears throat> but when you start saying that, we're going to shut you down <clears throat> because we don't like what you're saying. What's next? What stops you from shutting me down? Because you don't like what I'm saying. Or that, you down, Roy, you hippie. 
that is not why they gave us social media. They gave us social media and created social media so they could spy on us. Like it's it's a reason why those ads on social media they're now they now critique the ads to what you have in your web browser, what you normally now they show you ads for that now. They watch you, they track you and all of that. Like that's make it like it's not it's not for what we think it is and it's to distract us as well like the whole media thing like you you could be on social media and not really know what's going on in the world tracking you or they'll take something like like for instance uh what was it mexico that that had the fire or something i forget where it was but that was a big huge natural disaster wasn't really on social media but they'll say oh cardi b just got pregnant you won't even know you know it's to distract you about what's really going on so you know it's just it's a whole bunch that's it yeah yeah he should sue the hell out of them he definitely suing the hell out of them and i hope that he wins because Mm -hmm. i do miss donald trump on twitter it's Mm -hmm. it's been dry Twitter been a little <laughs> What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I mean, like, I like wait. I used to love waking up not knowing what our president was gonna say. You know, I mean, come on, like, what if I what if he wants to bring back the apprentice? Now I gotta wait for some apprentice to tell me that the apprentice is coming back because I can't hear from the J Mouse. No, I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that. And and and, and since when? Jezebel, you make valid points here. Since when did we all agree that one's tweets or one's words actually could make people do things? I thought we said that that wasn't possible. Because, hell, I need to go take GTA off my kids' gaming system right now? Mm. I didn't know. If they're telling me that people can be manipulated like that, I thought it was still free will in this world. But that was... That really grinded my gears, though, because, like I said, I've been, I've been struck. You been in Facebook jail before? You ever get that message? That you ever get that message that says your comment goes against the community? Y'all are so nice online. Won't y'all troll a little? Won't y'all start saying? I'm trying to troll, but I don't know how to. Like, I'll be I mean, if, I think if I just say what I think, that would be trolling. So, because I don't like really say a lot of my personal opinions on there. Yeah, no, nah, nah, one, one, one day you got them good. One day you got them good. You was on a real roll one day. Just, <laughs> hey, do, do you follow? Do you are you on Facebook? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, it's old book. Are you on old book? <laughs> Definitely is. Oh, but look, I had to make a Facebook just because old heads kept asking me, you're not on Facebook? I can't um, remember you on Facebook. I was like, I'm on Instagram. This lady said, Instagram? What's exactly. that? I said the same thing you got to use to go look at your Facebook. It's on your phone. I don't know, <laughs> no, I don't know nothing about no Instagram, baby. You got a CD? You got a CD? So, mm. like, have, have, has an old person asked you that yet? You got a CD? Definitely. Do you feel bad when you don't have a CD for their old ass? No, because when I first made, matter of fact, I made my first mixtape and printed it. I got a whole bag of these. Nobody's these no more, okay? I'm DC 
was playing it. They're like, yo, I like it. But, but you know what? I wasted my money. <laughs> nah, let me tell let me tell y'all, young. What's crazy is people ask me why it's so easy for me to be cynical, right? I mm -hmm. remember like people ask me for CDs and all types of free music. Email me some music. You send me some stuff. Send me what's about to drop, right? Like that is shit, right? But I remember when I used to hand out those CDs and then before I leave out the club, I would see them bitches on the flow. Mm. I, I would be actually picking up more CDs and going home with them than what I actually thought I handed out. This is what I have now. I uh, ordered this. Yes. And it's <laughs> so I put it on. I put it on my phone, and people who who want to connect with me, I'm not typing in my social media no more. Tap tap my phone. It's gonna pop up. All my links to my social media, my music, everything. It was like twenty. Oh yeah, that's tight. That's that little uh -huh. thing on the back of your phone. Yeah, I, I had to activate it. So that's tight. I have you. Yeah. Have you? Have you gotten into Q QR codes yet? No, because this is basically another of it, but they kind of like put it into a little like those pop socket things. Yeah, but. It so it's just like a, a magnet that's on my uh, back of my phone now. So Roy, you hippie for everybody that's just tuning in, because I'm sure we got some new people that just tuned in. Tell them where to find you at and, and what's going on with you. On uh, Twitter and Instagram at Royal underscore hippie. If you use Facebook, you can find me at Royal Hiptress. And TikTok, I am creating one, so I'm not there yet. Y'all already know Balls Biz Radio how we do it every Monday like shit. And we got hey Jezebel. So, yes. Uh, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, right? I had to definitely go back and look at that Judge Joe Brown. Um oh, oh, so now yeah, you said he had me cracking up. I seen that. that. <laughs> yeah. Rock and roll. That more rock and roll. <laughs> he, he took me away when he said sex, drugs, baseball, football, more sex in the closet. I was like, wow. I said, listen, what this one when when you saw that hippie, what did you what was your first reaction to Judge Joe Brown? My first reaction was to laugh because it was like he's so blunt, like dang, like. But I understand where he's coming from, and like the other dude was getting so, like, the judge. oh he was sick. Oh, oh. <laughs> he was sick. He was like, "You're making me uncomfortable, Judge. You're making me very uncomfortable." So there's a backstory. <laughs> Before they started filming, Judge Joe Brown was having audio issues. Well, he wasn't having issues. He was telling Lamont that he could, it was a lag in the um, thing. And uh, Lamont Hill had basically insulted him, like, no, it's nothing wrong, it's you, obviously, like, Judge Joe Brown slow. Then they started recording. So Judge Joe Brown was already, like, irritated, right and he could barely hear Lamont Hill. So every time y'all saw Judge Joe Brown cutting him off, it was because it was a lag. And he told him prior, but the dude didn't care. He was like, hey, uh, he was like, this was the most, <laughs> what do you say? This was the most disgusting or uncomfortable interview I've ever had. Yes. Uh, disturbing. That was the word I think he used. But uh, I, I listen, like, honestly, 
that that interview to me was the best, the best proof, right? That mm-hmm. what I've been saying on this show, on my campaign, that old people are so lost and out of tune of how to really be in this world. I mean, what do you mean by that? Because even if you even if you feel this, even if you feel this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know what groupies are, but don't he know that job descriptions have changed from 20, 30 years ago? Now groupies don't expect to be in a broom closet giving head, Mr. Judge Joe Brown. They don't Why not? Ex- because groupies now have only fans. No, they still they still get down the way they get down. Nah, they do, but but groupies now want the hotel. They want the experience. Like it's groupies now that want to be your girlfriend when they in that city. They want to be this. They want to be like groupies. Like remember, groupies used to be private, but there was a, a a groupie that made all groupies say, "We can tell our story too." Carissa. Super yes. head. Once they did, yeah, once they did it, groupies was like, hold on now. Groupie rules no longer apply. And somewhere, Judge Joe Brown didn't get the new groupie memo. You know what I'm saying? He didn't get the new groupie memo. It's probably been a couple of years since he had groupies. You know how when you've been in a relationship for so long and then you get you break up and you go back out there and you try to use those same pickup lines? You know what I'm saying? Or you going to those same spots you used to go to thinking you cool still. Like, that's how Judge Joe Brown went in that interview. He went to a place where he thought he knew would go down. And even if he did, Bill Cosby, out of his own mouth, said that these were these type of situations. He admitted to, like, having these women passed out and going ham on them. I mean, I don't like the way that you say that. He admitted to giving them whatever drugs that he gave them and he admitted uh, to having sex with them. Now, uh, as far as them being unconscious and all of that other stuff, that's add-ins. Well, you know what? Let's let's just put it like this. He know what the drugs do. The drugs made them uh, incoherent enough that he, it made them non-compliant. Like Judge Joe Brown so said, what you, drugs, so basically, no. what you're going with now is that you're married. So any typical guy that smokes a J with the female and has uh, sex afterwards is drugging her and raping her? Is that what no, you're saying? No. That's what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. But if if she, I, if, if, if in the middle, her, she falls asleep like, oh, I'm tired. And y'all in the middle of it and she falls asleep afterwards. I mean, did you rape her? Wait, wait, are you in the middle of if you're in the middle of sex? And she falls asleep, you did not rape Then you, you're but supposed to stop. It, but what I'm it, saying is, if she's no, like, you oh, that you could be thinking that you put her to sleep. That's a different thing because she already consented to the sex before she fell asleep. But <laughs> I mean, but it, that's what I'm saying with these women. They obviously consented before they started. They don't. I don't believe well, they consented that. before going. They consented when they went there because you ain't going to you ain't going to a you ain't going to a famous man's room. If, if you don't think it's time to get down, you know what I'm saying. But my argument isn't my argument isn't that Bill Cosby did or didn't do. My argument is that Judge Joe Brown feels like he knows groupies, and he doesn't understand that 
that it's a new day. You can't say these type of things. You know, well, he said it. There's nothing yeah. they can do to him. But yeah, you gonna cancel him? It was crazy. It's nothing gonna happen to Judge Joe Brown. He's old. Old people get passes. <laughs> they're like they're mad. Oh, he said this. He's victimizing us. Uh, he's just I'm saying like, his opinion. I'm like, oh, Judge Joe Brown, you wild man, you. You wild man, you. But now I know. All right, we we hip. We know how he feels. We know what he did to his groupies. Do you think Judge Joe Brown had groupies? And that's that he's speaking from a place of experience. You could tell at that. Old rock star from. He was out yes. there in that earth. I think that Judge Joe Brown probably went to a couple of like rock star parties. And like mm -hmm. famous people parties, and he walked in the room, and like he was realizing that all these things was happening, and he was like, "I'm a judge, though." And it was like, "Judge Smudge, get out of here, Judge. We're hitting off the rock stars. We're hitting off the baseball players. He's like, I'm a judge. I'm on TV. You know what I'm so that's so that's it. Sounded like a place of rage and a place of like anger. Like you don't even know. I went with my friend. You know, my friend in the NBA. I went upstairs to get his coat. And the two girls were doing it. And I asked, could I join? And they kicked me out and let him stay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, judge. No one likes to judge but but Aunt Hillary and Viv. You know what I'm saying? Aunt Viv, the only one like to judge. She got to find my Aunt Viv. Now, my question is, uh, since he brought up Wendy and we're talking about old people just saying whatever the hell they want to say out of their mouths and having no regard, let's talk about Wendy Williams and this TikTok star. Um, so a lot of people are offended. They feel like she disrespected uh, the TikTok star. I think his name was Swayby um, because she basically didn't know who he was, stated that he had more followers than her, and then said that he got murdered. So I personally don't think she said anything wrong. Um, did you guys see that? I did. You guys did the I definitely when you guys get a chance, look it up. So basically, Wendy Williams was like, okay, anybody know who Swavy is? Raise your hands or clap if you know who Swavy is. It was like two claps. The crowd was confused. She was like, well, he has two million followers. Like basically saying, y'all don't know who he is. To me, this is what I heard. I heard her say, y'all don't know who he is, but he got two million followers, way more followers than me on TikTok. And her assistant was like, well, that's TikTok. Who's on TikTok? You have more followers on IG. And she was just like, yeah, you know, I don't want to have nothing to do with TikTok. Then she pursues to say, well, he was murdered. Well, she looked up like this. She looked at him like this and was like, hmm. well, guys, he was murdered. Blah, 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 blah. So everyone's like, oh, she's disrespectful. Cancel Wendy. Cancel her. But I don't see what she's saying wrong. <laughs> oh, did they uh, Did they already have quarrels? No. She was just telling us. She was just basically oh, well, she like, realized this nobody, this nobody <laughs> has two million followers and was just murdered. That's basically what other people heard. No, I think that she, she, I think that she thought because he was TikTok famous, it would be a bigger reaction. And when she realized no one knows who he is, all right, well, on to the next story. Let me wrap up this story. All right, he was murdered. All right, next next story. They felt like she was disrespecting him, and I don't see how. Dang. It sounded it's like crazy because a little it sounded like a little shade. I think it was, 
it was definitely shade because there was no sympathy. There was no sympathy at all. Like, why would she have sympathy? I'm not well. My thing is, if you don't have sympathy, why mention it? Why is it news then? It, it doesn't have to be on your show. You don't have to cover that. If you're not sympathetic about it, why are you covering That's it? That's what I'm saying. Like, it because it's, it's news. You don't have to be sympathetic or empathetic. The news, you just tell it. Um, that's just like the same thing where I was asking you, like I put in a thing six, like sympathy versus empathy for Lil Neff being murdered or any other local rapper or rapper that gets murdered. And you listen to their music and all you hear is violence. Do you really sympathize and be like, oh my gosh, they got killed? Or do you be like, damn, I mean, well, sorry, but you empathize with their family, but you don't have a lot of people. It's hard to have sympathy for an artist that perpetuates that. I mean, I mean, let's just you can have empathy, empathy versus sympathy. No, no, what what was you doing to get shot, Swavy? I don't know. So I don't have sympathy for you, but I empathize with your family and the people that miss you. My whole take on that is because I don't feel like no one has sympathy unless it's someone in their family or in their direct connection. Nah, you got well, sympathy then, for like, people that do well. Yeah. When Swipey yeah. died, I did not know Swipey. I did not know his family, but I feel like, dang, no, that's a that's a bad way to go out. Like I feel, I feel for that. Like, dang, I, he too young. You know, like that's how I was feeling. I, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how a lot I mean like honestly, honestly, I can imagine that that's how a lot of people felt. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm talking about the reality of it. The will the half the will goes on. You know? I mean, family members don't stop for weeks, months, years. But for the people beyond, be, be, beyond the story, it's over. Yeah. It's over. I mean, that artist just got killed on Instagram Live, Indian Red, out California. Yeah, LA, I think, was it? Or yes. For disrespecting Nipsey Hussle? Nipsey Hussle. Uh, and me personally, you know, I don't understand none of that gang stuff that goes on how that stuff works. I don't understand none of that stuff. I know you can't disrespect no man that people feel like he makes sure they eat. You know what I'm saying? But in the same breath, how beyond, that story is only big because it was live on Instagram. Live. Yet, are we going to see anything happen with that? Probably not. I mean, it's it's been 20-something years. I mean, it's been over 30 years now since pocketing them. They still ain't even trying to address that situation. Rap game, the rap game is a casualty of war. Since rap game is a war, they treat it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 messed up because we don't even we don't a lot of artists don't even think about how you being on in a in the music industry. Once you become a rapper, it's like okay, you're now putting yourself in a network, right? Where if one artist in that club is under investigation and you an artist going around dapping up everybody, you, you now in somebody's picture, right? You now on somebody's radar. Who are you? Now, the minute you become a click, it's like, who are they? And don't, Lord forbid y'all start calling yourselves anything like GMG, CAC boys, 
you know what I'm saying? Now you're considered a gang. You know? And at the end of the day, we all know how gangs work. It's all about the power of the voice. If your voice is more powerful and your voice is more big, then that's when you become a threat. In the music industry, it's money. That's when you can make more money. The bigger your voice, the more money you make. The more money you make, the more people get intimidated and you become a target. Did y'all see the interview with Kwame Brown and the rapper? Uh, ah, what is the damn rapper's name? It slips my mind. Hustle, something hustle. No, um, tell us about it. So he interviewed the rapper and he asked the rapper, why does he still go in the hood with all his jewelry on, knowing that he puts his family at risk, he puts his his life at risk, and he's pretty much having a brag. It's a braggadocious um, demeanor to have money and still go back to the hood. Mm-hmm. However, this artist argued, "Why not go back to the hood? I'm from the hood. You know, yeah. if somebody." I- People hate. People hate regardless. Yeah, yeah, but in the hood, it's. I mean, I feel like, um, coming from the projects, I feel like it's just a different mentality. Like I just told myself to stop going around my old neighborhood. Like I had to mentally tell myself, like, okay, what are you going out there for? Why are you placing yourself around people that's stuck in a certain mental space? And no one's really even not to put nobody down, but like nobody's even where going on the path that you're going at or even trying to. So yeah, they're showing you love right then and there, but really, you know what I'm saying? Like where I'm from, what I know about it is yeah, or why you're there, everybody's screaming your name, but then they talk a shit about you as you're walking off. Like, oh, you think you're all that? Oh, you think because you do this or you got money now, you better than everybody, let's rob that bitch or let's rob that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how, so why even go back? Take the people out that you need to take with you or build up the community. Don't just go there and flash your shit. That's yeah. how, if you're gonna go back, then go back to give back or, you know, don't just be going back, like, yeah. you, you so going I had to back tell so 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 when you when you are in the position when you're in the position you don't feel that it's your duty to lead by example i mean even her Tubman kept going back to, to saving more and more slaves you leave you lead by example by setting the road like building the road so if you haven't even built the road yet what are you going back for to get people to on that path like if you haven't even started the foundation of the road, then what are you what are you going back for? You're just going back to show people that you building the road. I mean, like, like the thing is, but see, the, the problem is right. The mentality of L.A., Chicago, Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Where like real gang shit is happening all the time, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the mentality in every hood. Even even if there's a lot of people who know their status in mm-hmm. their hood before they reach a certain level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, you talk about like artists like Lil Durk and, and Vaughn and them, right? They always was in their hood. They, Vaughn didn't die in his hood. You know what I'm saying? And he probably wouldn't have died in his hood. I mean, the reality of it is Snoop Dogg can still go around Long Beach and, 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 and hang in Long Beach. 
Because all the people that was there when he was growing up is probably dead and not around no more. Probably. And if they are still alive, those are probably the people that fucked with him in the beginning. Um, like, but you can make yourself you can make yourself an icon without making yourself a target about yeah, what you do I, in I'm, your community. I'm watching that. I'm watching that now. Uh, my old neighborhood is being put on Instagram more. You know what I'm saying? But the person, the what do you call it? The I don't want to call him a diplomat for the neighborhood ain't really putting no money into it. Like the buildings are still about to get torn down. The kids still don't outside of these little water fights and outside little bullshit activities. There's nothing real. The kids, um, they used to have a tutoring center. Nobody's getting that back up and running, but you guys are outside in front of people's houses. Now, partying, playing loud music, uh, IG living and, these people that pay rent on this block, though, y'all not helping them. Y'all not cleaning out their yards. Y'all not doing nothing. So I just feel like if you're going to go back or if you're going to represent something, actually be doing something other than clout chasing. Yeah. Like, it's crazy because I had a talk with I had a talk with my mother-in-law, right? All my friends used to hang around my neighborhood. Even if I wasn't outside, everybody would just hang just be there and it obviously was something that I had started because I had made it like the hangout spot but then as I grew out of it it was like hey man property value property you know Mm -hmm. but but at some point I was like hey I can't tell everybody to not smoke and drink right here you know yeah I'm not out there you know yeah but I realized all right what's the alternative I, you 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 dismiss yourself, and you try to you elevate it. You dismiss yourself, or you try to realize, all right, let's change. Up it's the culture. storming now, if y'all. You, if you created a culture, surely you can change it and create a new one. You know, it's got to be some type of realm of that. But it's weird. It's weird out here. We can't we can't sit up this time. Like honestly, first it's bad because. We complain on one hand that people don't come back to the neighborhoods enough, don't give back enough, don't reach out to the community enough. But then people won't. I'm hearing people are like okay with that or think that's the way to go, and it's all because of fear. I don't think so. You can help without actually sitting there. I mean, if you're gonna help, help, like help. But don't say you're helping and just stand there with the sign saying that you're there. Like, that's just my whole thing with the helping. And you don't have to be present, physi- I mean, yeah, physically to help. Yeah, like, yeah. Because when, when you was talking about uh, going back to the community, to because uh, you was like, Harriet, tell me, and kept going back to save more people. But with music, because it's so electronic nowadays, you don't have to come back to your hometown to save people you know out of there we could do this electronically here you go let me see the session like you know what you need like oh yeah yeah no i think i think really with this in today's world we've all grown to know if you really want it then you would do it so it makes it makes us more cynical to all right, what are you really out there for? If it's like it's like if you see a person go out on the block all day long, like we used to never ever check the drug dealers, right? It's like yo, they out there all day. Like let's get across, let's walk on the other side, right? 
now we be like, they out there all day making no money. You know what I'm saying? Just go have on them, right? That little we little bit of moves, the block all like we 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 call them on it, right? Because now we acknowledge that the things that we look at are like frivolous. Like if you want to do something better, it's your choice. If if you want to stand out there, that's your choice. And it's sad because I think that we are taking that choice range lower and lower every year. Pretty soon, we're going to have that choice range at 10. We're going to tell a 10-year-old, hey, his choice. He didn't want to do it. It's his choice. Uh, at this rate. They already doing that. Shoot. <laughs> they definitely doing that with, with almost everything. They're promoting it more. Like they want they want kids to, to make their own name, to do everything. Kids who don't even know nothing, they want them to decide to make decisions. It's like, dang. Can they can they finish getting their personality first? Like, can they start, you know, trying to figure out who they are? Like can they know right from wrong first before they start making decisions? Like, right. And these right. days, what is right and what is yeah. wrong? I totally disagree with that, but I also don't have children. So I try to stay off of that topic. But I seriously doubt that it's the best way to just like nowadays. And then you can see it like the kids is look at what's going on right now. They just let them raise themselves. And what yeah. are they raising themselves to do? Kill each other. Yeah, I mean Netflix. Now between Netflix, YouTube, and, and video games. Yeah, social media. Yeah, our kids, our kids definitely got a lot of parents and a lot of um I just had to recently I walk up on my 10 year old. He's sitting there in the kitchen. I'm like, what you listening to? He said TikTok. He said it so freely, like. Like he was right. I said, "Who the hell told you you could be on TikTok?" <laughs> like, when did you get a TikTok? Over the summer, they spent with their grandmother, so they got they went a little ham. So I got to do a little <laughs> course correction. I th- I see that's one thing never gonna change. Grandma's still gonna let you get away with whatever you no. wanna do. No. Yeah, grandmas don't care. So they look, you been a you been a sneakerhead hippie. I gotta yeah. ask you this real question, right? What do you think about the Yeezys? What do you think about the Yeezys? What do you think about the Yeezys? What do you think about the like, Yeezys? I don't like the hey. Yeezys. I like the hey. Yeezys. Be careful. You like the old ones, like not the new ones? Yeah, I, I don't really like the new ones. Like, like he, he loses Which new ones? Which new ones? Which new ones? Like, th- those little plastic crock-looking ones. I hate those. Like Okay, it, I can feel that. His his all his slippers slides. I don't like none of those. His tennis shoes starting to look mm, like I like the old Yeezys for real. For real. But even then, there was coffee. It's just like his music. It's just like his music. You like the old Yeezy? Heck yeah, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that was a good setup, yeah, yeah, no. like, <laughs> So 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 they said. There's I'm, a I'm there's a me, there's a post going around to say he drew his inspiration from slave shoes, the old slave shoes. Yeah, How, you said what? It was a choice. Yes. What do you think about the concept? Do you think they look like slave shoes? A lot of his stuff looks homelessy. Like when he kept making them shirts with the holes in them, and everyone's like. 
I can make I can put holes in my own shirt, like, and it costs all this money for a holy shirt, like. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody, every I want to let all y'all know. Everybody that I seen place their holes in their own shirt, y'all put them all in the wrong place, and it didn't look <laughs> right. So it's something about the eye for knowing where the hole supposed to be that Kanye has. Yeah. You know, like I'm sorry, guys. I'm a Kanye supporter here and i'm gonna be supporting yay now i did find a clip because i knew that i wanted to ask you about this you know and i'm glad that you're a shoe head and it was said kanye west said that his inspiration for his shoes are drawn from three thousand years ago as well as he draws most of his imagery from the bible he says that he reads the bible <laughs> And that's not funny, Jezebel. You got something? It's something funny about the Bible. It's something I'm funny. Look, no, I'm just. I'm trying to figure out what these shoes look. I'm trying to figure out what these shoes look like. No, no, no that's okay. That's okay. I just tried. Where he go? <laughs> he just like went into oh. bed. Oh, because they have a chain and an ankle thing. You have to show oh. the pictures. I don't know what they look I'm about like. To I'm about to show y'all. Hold See, on. I told y'all I can't. I can't mention No, but so he said that he drew that his inspiration actually comes from the Bible days, and he actually visualized when they give the pictures of what they wore. He envisions what they would have actually looked like, and he creates them. Now you mm -hmm. know what's interesting about mm -hmm. this, y'all. He said he went to everyone and told them these was his ideas. And everyone told him he was crazy, psychotic. And guess who didn't tell him he was psychotic? Adidas. Adidas. Jay-Z told him he was psych Jay-Z told him he was psychotic and crazy too. And now oh. 1.3 billion oh, dollars later. Now I see why y'all couldn't hear it before. My bad. Hold on. Let me show y'all these shoes though. Are these the ones you're talking about right here? Those are Yeezys though. Oh, but they look like this? <laughs> That's Jeremy Scott's. So what do they look like? Oh, Jeremy Scott. Like that? The, the, the new Yeezys? Like type, yeah. in, type in, type in new, new Yeezy. <laughs> <laughs> I type in slave shoes. <laughs> hey, yeah. Go ahead. Which she talking one? About those. She's talking about those in the first slot, the 455s. I got those right there, the 450s, y'all. I love those shoes. Very comfortable. Where's the 455s at? I also have the... um. So the 450s is right there. Those are the, the phone ones. Those are the moon phone ones. Those are the ones that Walmart tried to steal Ew. from my man. Walmart, those I got those in white. I got those 450s in white, like you see down there. Awesome shoe. Love them. So where's um, the slave shoe? The slave shoe has not come out yet. That's going to be dropping soon, though. Be are out. those socks Be coming through those shoes, or is that the color nah, they, of the shoe? Those, those, those. I don't even. I don't even know when those come out yet. Have not seen those, but y'all best believe that when I do see them, I will be getting them. Now, do you have anybody that you just support, or you just like a big fan of that? No matter what they put out, you're gonna do it or get it or, or be a part of it. No. No, no fandoms. You're not. A, you're not a crazy fan of anybody. Mm, no. <laughs> like I have like a 
when you say crazy fan, I have my little crushes that I had since I was 10. Like, that's about okay. it. I'm never going to follow nobody like that. I'm too much of a trendsetter myself, you know. I'm into yeah. not following them. I, I'm into making my own lane, being original. Like, I, that's why I feel like when, when people hear me, they're like, who do, who does she sound like? You don't know who I sound like music-wise because I right. sound like, I literally sound like royal hippie. I made my own sound, like, so... That's so where do you where do you, where do you draw your inspiration? Where do I draw my inspiration? It's so many, so many different things. Like my process for getting inspiration is like so long. Cause like one, it always de- depends on my mood. Um, I can hear one word from a song and write a whole song f- from that just off of one word, just off of one bar. You know, yeah. Ooh, I love that sound. Like you know, like so, yeah. It, it depends. Yeah. So, what, what 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 made you start wanting to do music, and then uh, what made you want to start getting into music? Um, I was fighting a lot in school. Uh, my mom got me a journal. She said, "Write your feelings out," <laughs> instead of you know keep trying to punch people in their face. Like, so yeah, no. uh, I, I started writing my feelings out, and I would always listen to beats regardless because I like growing up in church. Watching the musicians play, play, I would love watching the drums, the guitars, all that. I started playing the clarinet. Yes, yes, yes. I would just listen to beats, hearing it. So I'm writing, you know, how I'm feeling. Uh, I'm listening to the beat. So I was like, you know what? Let me read right. the poem out to the beat. I read the poem out to the beat, and I never went back. I never went back to it. And I've been reading my poems out to the beats ever since. It's crazy because my, my story was similar. Like, my, I kept getting into fights. Mm-hmm. And in the third grade, my father put me in creative writing because while all mm-hmm. the kids were after school, I didn't have time to fight. I was in creative writing, and because I would definitely fight after school, three o'clock shop, I was on it. Like a good fight was my thing in, in elementary school. But my father put me in creative writing, and it pretty much yeah started me writing poetry or whatnot. So um, at this time, if you watch this show. Last week, I gave it a little earlier because I knew I was going to get a little windy. But um, at this time, <laughs> I like to do my Hufferton post. And this is going to be really a roast because <clears throat> I told him, I told this guy, I told him what I do and who I am. Now, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't dealt with him in a minute because... <laughs> Maybe about four or five months ago, I had a really bad experience in um, dealing with him, right? Now, it wasn't something life or death. It was just tree-related. So, no one out there get, don't, no one gasp and grab your pearls. You know, it was nothing crazy. But the tree was really bad, right? So, I, I took some months off. And it was weird because he found me on PlayStation. And he sent me a friend request. And then we were playing 2K, and he's like, you ain't fuck with me in a minute, bruh. And I'm like, I know. I've been super busy, you know. Like, you already know what, what I'm on. So he's like, I got some shit that's going to be crazy. I'm about to FaceTime you. Now, normally, I don't take FaceTimes, but I took it. Now, y'all, the bud looked okay. It looked good. 
I asked her what it was because I'm not gonna lie, it was a little blurry on the phone, but it had good color to it. It was nice, bright, nice bright hue. And I asked him, I said, "What's the name?" He said, "Cherry Lotto." And I said, "Okay, Cherry Lotto." Sounded like I hit the lotto. Now I ain't gonna lie, y'all know how I feel about Cherry Pie. I'd have told y'all that, right? I don't like it. Makes me feel a little sleepy, but. I ordered it. I went on ahead and I, I pulled the trigger. I said, go ahead, pull up on me. Pull up on me tomorrow, bruh. And, 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 and I'll surely, surely try some of your cherry lotto. This is where it gets tricky, guys. I don't know if what he showed me is what he bought me. Right? <laughs> so, so, I immediately... Did the look test and it, it started giving me a diesel, a diesel feel, a more pineapple express look though. And I was like, okay, this looks like a diesel or a pineapple express, but it kind of doesn't smell like it. I smell the cherry, but I'm not seeing no lotto in here. I'm not seeing no lotto. So now I'm definitely starting to feel like I'm not winning. I'm not winning the lotto here. I feel like I'm kind of getting a little crazy. So I asked him, I say, yo, man, where'd you come from? Where you coming from? You take this long. And he tells me, I'm getting my shit now. I'm from the north side. I'm from the north side now. So you got to come up there and fuck with me. So then I said to myself, what part of the north side? He says, Marietta. So I says, okay, well, I'm going to try this out. And I'm going to let you know how you're looking out there in Marietta. I'm going to let you know. I haven't called them back yet, guys. I'm here to let y'all know. I went and I took one puff and I said, that's my that's my taste buds. I was using my receptors. And I did it again, you know, because usually on the first two hits, you don't know. So you got to go in for the third one. And by the third one, you know. And I'm like. This isn't gelato at all. What was it? Well, it was bad. It was huff. That's what it was, people. It was fucking huff. I was sitting there like, why did he deliver me a bag of huff? I mean, this is exactly why I stopped dealing with you four or five months ago. And everyone knows that I told y'all, don't go get your stuff from Jonesboro. Didn't I? Didn't I tell y'all Jonesboro is off the list? And they haven't made a return. They haven't made a redemption. But I guess he thought because he took his narrow ass up to Marietta, he would change <laughs> up the game. But I guess maybe up in Marietta, they don't care about that stuff. Or I guess maybe that's why you still called me and asked me after months, do I want it? Because no one up in Marietta want it. But I tell you what, I don't want it either. I've had enough. Of that, huh? And if you are watching this show today, because I told you to tune in today, you should know right now how I felt about the cherry lotto. It was no good. Bam, wham, no thank you, sir or ma'am. And if you are listening to this post of the Huffington today, you know now that there is Huff on the loose in Marietta that was once <laughs> on the loose in Jonesboro. <laughs> If you see this half, you feel free to report this half to me, and I will let everyone know where the half can be located. I am the Huffington Post, and I hope you guys enjoy. So, <laughs> that was the Huffington Post for today. Now, have you had Trey Lotto before? Were you hippie? No. 
I've had Have you had it and I definitely understand. Huh? You understood what I said about Trey Powell, huh? Yeah. Did I just lag? <laughs> Yeah, that Joe yeah. hit the Xbox. That Joe hit the Xbox lag on us. A shout out to Tony. I don't know if y'all can see it. Black you Jay. know what? But ah, oh, that's I had that when yeah. I came to DC. It was awesome. Now I have to show you like something. It too much. Give me a second. I have to show y'all something. <laughs> but yeah, the cherry gelato to me, the black cherry gelato. I don't like hybrids. Um, but I'm trying to get more into hybrids and sativas because I'm a couch potato, so I need to like smoke some uppers. Um, but I don't like hybrids, and I think that was a hybrid. <clears throat> I'm not mistaken. I like the cherry OG. Okay. The cherry OG is really, really good. It's a nice uh night night <laughs> if you want to go to sleep. Success. You got a it, package for us. It depends on my mood. Shoot. If 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 I'm in a sleepy mood, I, I can women always stuff. move stuff. Why y'all women always move stuff? Why y'all always why in a way stuff sitting somewhere? Why y'all women look at stuff sitting somewhere and think it's think it's not in the place that we put it? We put it there. But anywho, check this out, y'all. This little company right here, bro, I believe. My man mm -hmm. is doing his thing with them. They got whole leaves or rap leaves, right? Whole leaves or rap leaves. Mm. I'm going to go out to LA and see what they talk about. But um, y'all try them, right? I tried them. I'm not going to I'm not gonna deter y'all from them. I'm a good old backwood and game leaf man. Shout out to Swedish fam, Swedish farms. Shout out you guys. Love you. Love you very much. But if you um want some grab leaf, give them a good old try. You already know. Hey, um, so Roy Hippie. Yeah. Tell them where to find you. Tell them what you got coming out and uh, all that good stuff. My new single, Zero, just dropped on July 8th. It's already my number one song on Apple Music. Um, it's definitely uh, getting some streams up in there. Uh, it shocked me actually. Cause I knew it was fire. Like I knew the potential of the song. I'm just like, damn, yeah. they starting to shoot too. Okay, I like this. Oh, what, song, what, what song did you say again? Zero. Zero. Yeah. My yeah, number one. You, it better be shoot. Yeah. <laughs> it's number so, one. So, what you about to say? So y'all go get that zero on all platforms. All platforms. That's, that's it. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe, y'all. A whole vibe. Who's on SoundCloud? I have the single on SoundCloud. <laughs> okay, so, nice. Tell them where to find you at on um, social media platforms. Social media is Royal underscore Hippie. That's H I double P Y. Stay tuned because I am about to be making the zero video. It's about to go up. Sweet. And if you're in Atlanta, holla at me. Y'all already know Jezebel. What you got coming up? Um, of course, the Level Up Showcase in Jersey. All yeah, artists that want to get up. on that showcase, please tap in. Um, next Friday, Fridays, we got Loso Finesse in the building. That's a whole move. That's going to be a whole damn vibe. Um, yeah, uh, got some more stuff in the works, y'all, and I keep y'all updated. Now, I'm not going to even tell y'all who I got next week, young, but if 
you don't tune in next week, you luncheon. And if he don't confirm that he luncheon, we're going to have a real fiery conversation because we're going to be talking about mm. why I say ain't no legends in the DMV rap scene. All right, y'all. So I'm your boy, Success. Y'all already know Jezebel. This is Boss Biz Radio. And if you ain't already, hit that like and subscribe button somewhere down there. Make sure you tune in each and every Monday. We will be back. And if you're not, that's your problem. But I will find you. And at this time, y'all already know what it is. Those J's should be down the roaches. You should be flicking off your ash and down to your last. And getting ready to roll another one. Because I know I am. And we out. Bye, y'all. Uh.